with us today is Congressman Jason Smith and runs the most powerful committee in Congress. The most powerful committee in Congress, Ways and Means. Run, you know, he'll tell us about what it does, taxes and everything else. And he's from the great state of Missouri. Congressman, welcome to WABC. Thanks for having me, John. It's a, it's a pleasure to, to be up here with you. Well, there's so many things happening in Congress. Uh, Missouri is a great state. I, I used to go uh, to Kansas City all the time uh, with uh, my friend Nelson. Um, we ran uh, Capital Airlines out of uh, Smyrna, Tennessee, Nashville. So we were just not too far away. Uh, there's so many problems going on in the world. Uh, let's start. What, what, do you th- what keeps you up at 3 o'clock in the morning? I'll tell you, the policy is that uh, this administration continues to try to push forward. Um, If you just look at tax policy, of course, all tax policy originates from the House Ways and Means Committee. No tax increase or tax decrease can happen unless it comes to our committee, and that's by the Constitution. Um, I can tell you a few months back, setting before President Biden's State of the Union address, and he just kept going – one after another tax increase. In fact, $4.7 trillion in tax increases he proposed. And I sat there and I thought, you know what? It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen under Speaker McCarthy and the House Republicans' leadership. And that is the last recipe that we could possibly use in this current economy. We've been doing these field hearings throughout the country, whether it was in West Virginia or Oklahoma or Georgia. Tomorrow we're having one here in Staten Island. What we have learned from people is that they're barely making it. They're barely getting by in this current economy with the price of inflation. The inflation's gone up over, I mean, it's gone up 14.9% since Joe Biden's taken the oath of office. And that is costing every American two of their month's salary. Joe Biden, President Biden, I'll give him the respect, said that he's going to help the poor and the middle class. And the people that it costs the most to, the people that are suffering is the poor and the middle class. And as I said, when he, when he hurt the price of oil, and oil went to $120 a barrel and caused all the food inflation, a trillion dollars worth of wealth moved from North America to where? Russia and the OPEC nations. And made the American, the poor poorer, and it hurt the middle class. I'll tell you, the district that I represent in southeast Missouri is the ninth poorest congressional district out of 435. My family um, is a working class family. My dad was an auto mechanic and a minister, and my mom worked in a factory. That Those individuals are the ones that are struggling the absolute most because it's costing more to put food on their table, clothes on their backs, and gasoline in their cars. And it's clearly because of the policies that was implemented in his first 100 days. His first 100 days, the executive orders and the war on U.S. energy, that, that led to inflation. Plus, inflation was 1.4 percent in his first month in office. Then he did these executive orders, changed the policies, spent $2 trillion in the American Rescue Plan that was supposed to be to battle COVID, but less than 9% was actually healthcare spending. The rest went to pay people not to work and, and to reward political friends and allies and donors. It's, it's maddening. But what did the American people get? They got higher prices. Uh, they got poorer. 
I mean, that's what they got. I mean, uh, the price of food is higher, higher than ever, and the price of gasoline is higher than ever. I mean, it seems like uh, every time gasoline tries to come down, uh, I know about six weeks ago it tried to come down to $65 a barrel, and what did the Saudis do? They, they cut production because Russia and, and the OPEC nations, guess what? They want $100 oil. But they're not getting punished with $100 oil. You know why? Because the Pakistanis, the in India, all the other are buying oil from Russia at a discount. So they don't care what the price of oil is because they don't pay that price. But the American people, they're getting hurt. They're getting hurt. But we were talking about the cost of inflation, the cost of price of goods going up. But because of inflation, we've now seen interest rates um, increase 11 times in just over a year at 5.25%. So that's costing, it's killing the country. It's costing everyone more because right now people are having to put on their credit cards things that they can't pay. And now the interest rates are going higher. So they're, just their quality of life is decreasing. Congressman... What they did with the interest rates going up, it went up five points in, in, in 12 months. It wiped out the real estate industry. It hurt it. There's no construction going on, less and less and less. And would you give up your mortgage at 3% interest or to get a new mortgage at a different house for 7%? Absolutely not. It's not going to happen. And then on top of that, the value of the bonds in, in, the, in the banks went down. The value of the real estate in the banks went down. So the banks are in trouble. And since the banks are in trouble, you know the next shoe that hasn't fallen yet? The banks are not lending to anybody. So middle America, where you're from, guess what? Businesses, the farms, they, want, they need money from the banks. Well, they're not going to be able to give it out. And that's going to affect our strategic supply chains. We have to make sure as a nation that we are secured when it comes to our food supply, our energy supply, and our health care. And if it's making harder for those farmers in middle America to grow their crops, we're going to have a shortage in other aspects when it means food supply. We should not have to worry about our food supply from other countries. It should be within our own boundaries here. North America has 100 years' worth of oil. Why are we begging for oil to the other nations? Other nations. It's not. It's not. It's not common sense. We should. We have more oil here. We don't need it anywhere else. We have natural gas. We have more coal. There's more coal in this country than Saudi Arabia has oil. But we're selling all of it to China. We got a hundred years worth of oil in Alaska. We're not, we're, we're we're not using it. Now one other thing, fentanyl. In, in Vietnam, Korea, and Afghanistan, we lost 107,000 Americans. We lost more Americans in the last 12 months to drugs and fentanyl than all of those wars. And nobody's doing anything about it. Fentanyl is scary. I actually uh, led a delegation to Mexico, and I talked with the president of Mexico directly about the fentanyl issue. And I'll tell you, um, the fentanyl crisis in our country— Every American's affected. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've ever met anyone that doesn't know someone who has died, whether it's a friend or a relative's friend that has done it. And it's it's because of what's coming from China. Fentanyl is coming from China through Mexico, and it's poisoning Americans. Absolutely correct. Last issue. Last issue. Eighty-seven thousand IRS uh, workers 
and none, no, no agents at all for oh, 300 agents for the borders. Don't you think it should be a better balanced equation? I think we we should definitely not have the 87,000 IRS agents. You're talking about doubling the size of the IRS. And for what purpose? To keep more command and control over your lives. To watch every I and every T, every I being dotted, every T being crossed. They're going to be looking underneath your couch cushions, looking to make sure if you have a couple pennies there or not. And and this proposal that the IRS has right now, that any $600 inflow or outflow of your PayPal or Venmo, you're now going to have to have a W-2 form? That's crazy. It's just so the IRS will know more of your information to be able to track everything that you're doing. You know who they want? The IRS wants every waiter, every cab driver that gets a, a cash tip. That's who they want. Because the billionaires, I mean, if there's only 1,000 billionaires in the, in the country. What are you going to do with 1,000 billionaires? 1,000 IRS agents. What do you do with the other 86,000? Well, congressmen, fight hard for our country because it's going to be the end of our country if, if we don't put our country back in the right direction. And 2026 is the 250th year, I believe, of our country. Let's make sure we do the right thing by 2026. Thank you, John. Thank you for what you're doing. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Congressman.